Welcome to the third annual, third annual, <laughs> Lifing It Up podcast with uh, Matt, uh, Ryan, and Zach. Welcome, everybody. Lifing it up. Hey. Hey. We practiced this for about 10 minutes. Hey. Hey. Lifing it up. Yeah. Okay, that's all. <laughs> All right. So, um, let's let that fade out there. Oh, that's nice. All right. Um, so yeah, tonight's, uh, sorry, uh, tonight's cast is going to be, uh, a little man themed because we have no ladies in the in the house tonight, you know? Because it's just guys. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, we're going to talk about a few different things. that uh, Things about being a man that uh, that I guess we would normally wouldn't talk about if there were, there were ladies. So, uh, yeah. So, what about you guys? Uh, got, any, got any manly stories to share? Start us off with? Well, you know, this one time I was walking down the street in New York City and uh, heard a scream for help woman dangling off the Empire State Building. So I ran into the nearest phone booth, ripped off my suit, and came out as Superman. Flew up, saved her, saved the day. Wow, that's amazing. That is one of my manliest stories anyway. All right. All right, Zach, what you got? <laughs> you know, I, I can't top that, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> we literally have Superman sitting here with us, so. Well, you guys are lucky. Uh, so no, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard anything intentionally manly, but growing up, a lot of backpacking, hiking, camping out, starting fires. You never like wounded yourself and then like ripped off your arm sleeve and like made a tourniquet. Yeah, exactly. And then untied my boot lace, unstrung the laces, and sewed myself back up with a sharp rock I found. No. Yeah, like I mean, uh, haven't done that yet. Every summer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what I had in mind when I when we when I thought about this this topic. I was like, yeah, we should. Uh, I mean, it can be the smallest thing, like. You know, like one time I I, I high fived uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin or something. It can just be the most <laughs> random thing. Like, oh, I just felt real manly when that happened. All right, I understand that. So, uh, so yeah, I'll go with my story. I kind of told you guys already, but uh, I realized I really should have saved it till we were recording. But <laughs> yeah, I was coming back from uh, from the beach and it was kind of late and I was uh, kind of sleepy driving. And uh, I was driving down the road and uh, between Mobile, Alabama, and Washington County, Alabama, where I grew up, a little small, uh, small town. And I was on a two-lane road, and there was this Lexus in front of me, like a nice Lexus car. And I noticed he was swerving really bad, and uh, I just started slowing down. I was like, "Man, there's there's woods on both sides of the road." I just knew this guy was gonna run off the road mm-hmm. or wreck somehow. We topped a hill, and he eased over into oncoming traffic, and uh, there was a minivan coming the other way, and they hit head on. And uh, I saw the minivan uh, like kind of overturn and go out in the woods. And uh, I immediately pulled off the road. At the time, I was an ICU care tech, so I like felt like it was kind of an obligation to okay. see if I could help because I just did a lot of medical stuff all day, not that I was any kind of nurse or anything. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, uh, So I jump out, and everybody's like, I see like three or four like kids climb out of the back of this van and uh they kept yelling, Oh, grandpa's in there, grandpa's in there. 
So I look through the windshield, and sure enough, there's like an an old timer in the in the driver's seat. So uh, I try to tell everybody not to let this guy move, and uh, or not to move him, you know, because they're not imminent danger. You're not supposed to move people till like professionals arrive. That's good, good piece of advice for anybody listening. If there's ever a car wreck, that is very true. Yeah, your neck, doctors. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can back me up here. You're not supposed to move their neck or anything. But um, yeah, I grabbed. Uh, they 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 weren't listening though. They were jerking on this old man, and uh. He, uh, they start picking him up over the car, and the, I forgot to mention this part, the van was laying on its side. Okay. Like, like with the driver's side door up. And uh, they uh, they basically start to pull this old man out, and I was like, well, you know, crap, if they're going to pull this guy out, I might as well help him so they don't hurt him. So I, like, climb up on the side of this van, and I help him, like, pull this guy out of this uh, this van. And I start walking. It was kind of off in the woods a little bit, maybe 15, 20 feet from the road. And uh, we uh, we came down. Or I started walking, and I had him up over my head. And I thought, like, there were a few people there when I was pulling him out. Um, but uh, So I thought they were helping me, like, carry him. And I had him, like, straight up over my head. And I look, looked around and realized I was the only one carrying him. <laughs> like, and then I almost dropped him because I didn't realize. And I guess the adrenaline was pumping. So I, like, set this guy down beside the road, and, like, several people had pulled off by now, and I, like, turn around, and I'm, like, holding this guy's neck and, uh, you know, asking him his name, things like that. And uh, it's weird. Like, everybody, like, kind of, I don't know, like, looked at me as, like, handling the situation. Everybody was trying to, like, bring me. They were trying to, like, bring me GPS coordinates for, to, for like, help. I'm like, why are you giving me that? <laughs> Call 911. They're like, what do we need to do next? I'm like, what? Like, what? I don't know. Uh, I'll stop people that are trying to see if anyone else is hurt. But uh, I will say that uh, that minivan was really messed up, and that kid in the Lexus was barefooted and, like, jumped out, not a scratch on him. So What? So this is a paid advertisement for Lexus. Yeah, it sounds like it. If you want to be sleepy, and it turns out the guy was, like, on a cruise ship, and he was, like, on a college trip, and he had just, like, been up for, like, 20-something hours and was trying to... Hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm good. I've been up for... Uh, Spoke too soon. Hold on, okay. Yeah, maybe he um he had been up for like 20 hours and uh, had been partying a lot and was just super sleepy. So he uh, had just been trying to stay up for too long and... and uh, eased over and hit these people, but he jumped out not a, not a scratch on this kid. Man, Gosh. Yeah, you're getting killed here. Yeah. Uh, I think it might be because I'm sitting too close to my computer. That could be it. Let's point here. Maybe it's just <laughs> my left, my right hand. Okay. Uh, but Okay, maybe it's like where I'm holding the mic. That could be it. In any yeah. case, that sounds a lot more manly than even the Superman story, I gotta say. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was really scary. I uh, I uh, didn't know. I just tried to uh, help out best I could. It turns out they were like uh, this older couple and these and these kids and this large family were on a vacation and they were heading to Gulf Shores where we had just came from, and uh, uh, they were just on a simple family vacation and bam, got into this crazy wreck. And good on you for helping out. Yeah, dude. Uh, no other time have I ever seen a wreck and felt like it was a, a need to stop. I don't know. I just if it's a fender bender, like oh, okay, yeah, they can handle it. Right. But.
but uh, that was just one of the few cases I did help out. And I don't like, think I've ever even seen a wreck, to be honest. Really? It, it was no, even you know, I've been fourteen hours to drive down and up and down and up from home, and I've seen burnt cars on the side of the road and with firefighters there and everything, but I've never been the first one to see a wreck or anything like that. All right, so check it out. Another crazy story. This has nothing to do with me and Manly. It's just a crazy wreck story. <laughs> one day I was um, I was in a part of downtown Mobile, kind of late at night, uh, probably a few hours after it got dark. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really like tight, four-lane type road. And I'm just sitting in like this traffic, and it's pretty backed up. I don't I don't think there might have been construction or something. So I look over and there's this there's this car sitting just slightly in front of me, like to the right, in the lane beside me, just slightly ahead of me. And uh, all of a sudden, it's like a extended cab truck. I hear the like the engine just what? I hear ah! and this truck just hits the car in front of it and like runs like four cars together. Bam, 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 bam. Dang, it's crazy. And I remember I was sitting there with my windows down, like for some reason. And I, like, heard everything and, like, <laughs> saw it. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, why would that, how, like, does your foot just slip off the brake and you just floor the gas pedal? Yeah, through all those cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, he really piled at least four cars together. And, like, all these people got out and turned around and were, for real. No one hurt? Yeah, no one hurt. All right. Because <laughs> he was, I don't know. <clears throat> three, four feet behind the car. He didn't have any time to get any real momentum up, but it okay. just was scary. It was loud. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. That's crazy. That was the craziest wreck I ever, I've ever seen. So, uh, and I've seen some wrecks. I mean, coming back from family vacation and uh, like two cars behind us just swerved to the left side and hit the... Hit the uh, median? Median, yeah. And just flipped 20 times. What the heck? So we called Whoa. 911. And told them where we were. And I don't know how I've never seen any. Although I always see the dash cam videos of, you know, in Russia and all these crazy places. Oh, yeah. Crazy cars flipping over the median and hitting tractor trailers and stuff. I've always wanted to get a dash cam for those long drives home. Just in <laughs> case I end up seeing something. No, it never happens. <laughs> so. Think about those dash cams. Did, do you ever watch the dash cams where it's like people trying to get hit by cars? Yeah, for the insurance. Like, yeah, and they just jump on the cars. Yeah, I remember the one uh, it's in China and the lady jumps on the car and starts headbutting the windshield so it cracks. That, that and she lays down in front of the car. Crap. And then you see like a, uh, there's, there's police just sitting right there. And they're like, no, no, no. Get up, get up. <laughs> they take her, <laughs> handcuff her, throw her in the back of the cop car. They're like, what are you trying to do? The driver literally just goes around her yeah, ex- after that happens. <laughs> If you're wow. trying to collect insurance money, make sure there's no cops around first. Work the wise. This is crazy. Or maybe not try to cheat the system. Word of the even wiser. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I mean, you got neither one of you guys have ever done any kind of ride along or anything like that. That's pretty manly. That is manly, but no. Like a ride, ar- ride along in like a cop car? Yeah. Well, I mean, my dad's a cop, so. Your Let's hear dad's it. dad's a cop? I yeah. knew that. I knew that. You knew yeah. that. <laughs> now I mean, that you say that. Not many times I've uh, rode around with him. Anything ever happen? Oh no, not really. I mean, I I don't think he wants anything to happen when I'm in. I the mean, car that's with fair. Him. How about like just a regular uh, drunk student, high student driving, swerving around? I mean, I've seen I've seen that happen, stuff like that, and then like we were coming back from a trip from uh, Texas A and M. We were Mississippi State just played Texas A and M, and we drove all the way back. At night, and there 
three cars behind us, like, blocking us in. Like, so there's one car in front of us, one to the uh, to the left of us, and one right behind us just blocking us in and going about 20 miles underneath the speed limit. And so my dad was like, they've got to be high or something, and just trying to, like, piss people off. So he calls a cop calls the cops and tell them to do a roadblock and apparently they were like all all high and drunk and of course. just driving. Yeah. Can your uh I don't know, I've never asked. Can your dad uh install lights on his personal car? No. No, it's not no. a thing. That'd so be pretty cool. Did so your dad made the call, he was like, uh this is officer uh officer Thomas, I'm gonna need a roadblock or did he say I need a I need a four sixty one at a at a like <laughs> Well we That's were driving mainly. We were driving for like 20 miles, and he was like, this is getting ridiculous. So five miles before Starfall, uh, he was like, he just called the police station and said that to make a roadblock. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, uh, this was, this is not my story. This is a friend of mine's story. I remember uh, he was at like a, a football game or something, and uh he, he, you know, everyone drives trucks where I'm from, and he had a you know, four-wheel drive truck with a winch on it, and a cop had gotten stuck in a woman's front yard, and uh, he got the call, and we, and uh, they said, uh, yeah, uh, got my car stuck. Do you mind come pulling me out? So he, like, went and pulled, a, like, a patrol car out of a out of a woman's, like, soggy front yard Dang. with his four-wheel drive truck. <laughs> and he, like, he said, he said, man, I tore up that bumper because they, like, tried to, <laughs> I can't remember how they tied a cable, but it, like, ripped through the bumper when they were pulling it out. There was uh, videos from when Hurricane Harvey hit in Texas of National Guard getting stuck in some floodwaters or some muddy waters and stuff. And then you'd see guys with their lifted pickups and tractors pulling them out. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. You'd be able to tell that story. Yeah, you know, I helped the uh, National Guard out the front yard with my tractor. <laughs> I, I I got a pretty uh, sorry that was loud. <laughs> uh, I got another manly story. I uh, I remember I was I was cruising one night in my Mustang after leaving a party or something, and uh, I was coming out of the edge of town of uh, of Chatham where I grew up, and uh, I hit a deer, and uh, my airbag blew mm-hmm. in my car, and uh, actually my passenger and my driver airbag blew, and uh, I was so mad because that was probably the fifth deer I hit in that car. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, I hit two or three more after that, <laughs> all within, like, a couple <laughs> years. Just that bad luck. Oh, dude, that car. I don't I don't know if they – I think they were drawn to the sound of the uh, – to the, to the, it had really loud, like, exhaust on it. And uh, – Well, you know, deer are really into how loud your exhaust are. I'm telling you, man, I think it was somehow they – you would think they would probably run from that, I guess, with it echoing. There's a lot of woods up there. A lot of, you know, it's really, like, woodland, woodly up there. I mean, I once had a friend that was a deer expert, and she told me that the sound of a mating male is the sound of a Mustang exhaust. Yeah, I'm assuming so. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that's not the manly part. But my airbag blew, and I uh, I, remember I just took a deep breath. Then I pulled out my uh, pocket knife and cut the airbag and threw it out the window without ever even slowing down. While still moving? Yeah, I didn't even slow down because I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> I just hit a deer. I'm like eight miles from my house. What's stopping on the side of the road and crying about it going to do? So I just cut the airbag off and threw it out the window and kept driving. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. I like, I've never had hit a deer, but like my friend hits a deer every single month, I, I feel oh, like. Yeah. 
and buy that friend because well, yeah, it sure sounds like it. Well, I mean, now I have two friends that hit deer so many times. <laughs> um, but yeah, my friend he was driving right in front of me, hit a deer, got so mad about it, like he was like, "Okay, I'll just go to basketball practice and then I'll tell my parents later about it." So we get done with basketball practice. He pulls out of the school and hits another deer. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, my kind. That's my kind of luck, man. I'm telling you. So two in the span of two hours, and how does that happen? Tore up his truck. Yeah, I, I hit, I hit, you know, several deer uh, through my time uh, being at home, and then uh, one day we were in Citronelle for some reason, which is about thirty minutes away from uh, from my house, and for some reason I had my mom's vehicle, mm-hmm. and uh, Tiffany was behind me, and we're driving along, and you know, on the way home, and all of a sudden, this deer comes out of nowhere and hits the driver's side door, my mama's car, right in front, like Tiffany behind me. She said she saw the deer just running wide open, so I didn't even swerve or anything because I, it just, it hit yeah, me. I never even do. saw it. It hit me in the door, like the head, and just caved in the door. Dude, why are deer like this? I don't know. That's just weird. It's a pest problem, man. <laughs> they they suck. So many of them down in the south. Yeah. You never hit any elk or anything like that? I don't think we have elk. Oh, what do you guys have? Oh, I guess deer. Jersey. We just have regular deer and squirrels. I don't know. Hookers? Is that what's standing on the road up there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Never been to Jersey. Yeah, that's what litters our roads. <laughs> <laughs> just hookers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Got another one. It's not good. But there's points, you know. Pedestrians, 50 points in any in any good game. So, Guys. Hookers less or more? Hookers are less. Have you ever watched where that came from? Uh, you know, uh, growing up, I've always heard my parents say, oh, uh, that's a child. That's t- 10 points. Hit that kid. <laughs> Do you, have you ever heard people say that? Or like, yeah, just absolutely. Like yeah. Points? Do you know what that's from? I don't know. Okay. I found out probably six months ago. There's an old movie. All right. You probably remember the new movies with Jason Statham called Death Race. Okay. Yeah. There's an original Death Race movie. I think it's uh, early 80s. And it's got the guy from, uh, uh, you know, da- David Carradine. You know what no, I'm talking about? No, no idea. You ever seen Kill Bill? Yep, yep. He's Bill. Oh, uh, okay. I know. Him. Yeah, he's from the con- old <laughs> kung fu shows. No, I I don't know him by name. Uh, you know the guy from Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah. That guy. Anyway, he uh he's in this movie and he's really young, and it's like the most cheesy B. Stock movie. As a matter of fact, Sylvester Sloan's in it, and he's a like a side character. All right. Yeah, got some real talent. And uh, it starts off, and uh, it's supposed to be like in a, I guess, a future society. And uh, it's almost like, uh, you know how, uh, I know you guys have seen the Hunger Games, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they act like the Hunger Games is like a social event. They're like, oh yes, this year's Hunger Games. Let's see how many ways these people will die. You know, like things like that. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Like the yeah, way yeah, they yeah. Con- yeah. it's that it's that kind of tone, but like uh They're just hitting people? They're racing like across the country <laughs> and they're like, Ooh, let's see uh let's see how their time's doing and there'll be people like standing out holding signs and uh one of the racers all of a sudden just like eases over and just like runs over like five people and they're like, Ooh, racer so and so racking up points. Uh that's uh let's see, that was sixty points in all. <laughs> Was, ooh, remember children and elderly people count double. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and it's like really dark, but they keep they like joke about it. 
Uh, you should watch it. It's a weird movie. What? The, what's it called? It's called Death Race. Death Race. Oh my god! I I'd never heard that. Then uh, you you probably noticed. You know, there's been several uh sequels to like the new Jason Statham one where they're mm-hmm. like racing in prison and all that. And it's same similar characters as the old ones, but the old ones like. The cars are horrible. The acting's horrible. The story, I mean, everything's like really bad. That's what makes you like it, though. Well, there's a, uh, I think there's a, there's a Netflix movie, original movie popped up on so long ago that said uh, Death Race 2050 or 2020 or something like that. Have you have you ever seen that? One? I have not. Oh yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, that is a sequel to the original. Oh. It's it's not like a Death Race movie, like all new and everything. They treat it like the old one, and it's like real silly. And it's it's hard to watch, man. They're hard to get through. <laughs> but the old one's kind of cool. The new one, that one was horrible. So that's the origin of the point system. Yes. Oh my gosh. And uh, yeah, and you'll you'll. You, it's funny because you never, I never put two and two together. I always thought people just made that up. That's funny. But it's true. Like, and they were. I remember at one point they had a. Uh, they pretended like it was a. Uh, they ran by like a children's hospital or something, and like oh they're like gosh. rolling the kids out in the road. <laughs> and uh, another scene, they were they made it look like there was a bunch of kids like at a picnic, but it was like a a bomb, and it was like fake kids because it was like a setup because the drivers try to kill each other. Mm-hmm. And that's how they end. Oh, okay. And it was weird. They like they get to a checkpoint, and they're like all in there like getting massages and like eating steaks and stuff. Like all the racers are like treated like rock stars. I don't know. It's really funny. It's really funny seeing Sylvester Stallone <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a role like that. All right, I'm going to have to watch it. <laughs> it's weird. We'll, we'll, we'll watch it after this. It's cool. We'll make some popcorn. <laughs> Sounds so, good uh, to me. So speaking of making popcorn, once again, uh, the pizza that brought us uh, you know, our first episode made me think about buying more pizza. So here I bought more pizza. And this was kind of another thing I kind of wanted to talk about, cover on tonight's episode, because I know, uh, Ryan, you're you're pretty pretty frugal kind of guy with money. Mm-hmm. So I've done some things in my life that are pretty creative as far as how to save money. Okay. So I wanted to know, I figured you and maybe Zach, too, have done anything creative to save money. Because we're all like, I'm not a college student myself, but my wife is. And mm-hmm. we're all kind of like at a point now where we're not making a lot of money, any of us. So... I mean, are there any like funny or weird things you do to save money that that really work? Funny things to save money? Well, the first thing to do to save money for me is just to not spend money. But good point. That's unavoidable. Big breakthrough. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a revelation. Actually, there's not much you could do to save money too much unless you want to be one of those super couponers. But mm. I try to make side money doing a bunch of random things. So I uh, like it. Me too. Me too. Uh, mostly selling stuff on eBay. Really? Yeah. Uh back in undergrad our our library had a collection of old maps, old US geological survey maps, about 1600 of them. And my girlfriend worked in the library and she said, "Yeah, you know, uh all I'm doing today is I'm just going through all these maps and then I have to bring them out to the dumpster we're throwing them out." I was like, "Old maps? Dumpster? Hey, hey uh <laughs> Wanna wanna see if you can hook me up with those? And she's like, Yeah, all right. So I asked the director of the library and she said, Yeah, I guess you could have the maps. All right, cool. And brought all sixteen hundred maps back to my room and over the course of the next two weeks I alphabetized them by state, listed them on eBay, and they go for about twenty to thirty bucks each when they do each? sell. Yeah. Wow. So it's sort of like walking into a gold mine, but of course they only sell a couple times a month. But that's still uh you know, beer money here and there. <laughs> 
40, 50 bucks a month is pretty good. Yeah. 50 for bucks. something that was going to be in the dumpster anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. Made a couple hundred bucks off that so far. That's interesting. And then random things you find at thrift stores, we just know it has a value to it. Anything old. Because a lot of the times, things that end up in Goodwill or a random local thrift store is just some old guy's collection. So if you find an old book from like the 40s or 50s, check to see if it has any value. List it. Usually sells pretty quick. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you ever guys have noticed, uh, if you ever went to the bathroom here in my house, there's like a garbage bag mm-hmm. in the hall. Have you ever looked in that garbage bag? I have not. No. It's full of toilet paper rolls because I read somewhere that you could, once you have like a thousand of them, you can sell them oh on eBay. Oh my gosh. Because classes, yep. things like that use toilet paper rolls. So I have a huge garbage bag <laughs> of toilet paper rolls, <laughs> uh, paper towel rolls, just anything. Because I do remember growing up like making like ornaments for like. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, what could I really sell them for? Maybe 10, 20 bucks. Yeah. But that is 10, 20 bucks I'm going to make. Hey, keep those box tops on top of General Mills stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, that's another People thing. People sell that not. on eBay all the time. That's crazy. Parents don't want to buy crazy. all those, uh, clip them all and save them and send it into school, and there's usually competitions. Whatever yeah. kids brings in the most money worth of box tops, their class gets like a pizza party or something. So moms will just buy hundreds of dollars worth of box tops on eBay, give it to their kids, to give it to the school. So, you know. To get one pizza party. Oh, yeah. One pizza party. Dollars. Well, you know, collectively. <laughs> it's a thing for the kids. It's a special thing. So that's one of those things that works, too. Yeah. I don't know. What about you, Zach? Done anything weird to save slash make money? Not, I mean, not really. I mean, just living it up. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Insert that song to ride into my life. But, uh, yeah, don't no. put don't put your hand over this. I figured out this is what stops it from picking up for really? some reason. Oh. It's the bottom of the mic. You have to, like, if you grab it, grab it up here. Okay, so, so let's test it. Watch, let's see if it does anything. No, nope, it seems to be working now. That's it was. I stopped took it. I stopped putting my hand there, and it <laughs> literally stopped. Anyway. I know. I noticed that. I'm just snap it back in here. Uh, okay, there it is. Oh god, sorry guys. <laughs> but talking about that super like extreme couponing. Mm-hmm. I was watching a video of a guy. He was showing. He's like, you go to and get the universal coupons for these places. And it's like two dollars and eighty nine cents off of like a box of Ritz crackers. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, I just take them to stores and get like fifty of them, so I'll get fifty boxes of Ritz crackers, and I won't make forty bucks off of it because they're only two dollars and forty cents." The problem with that kind of stuff is you need like a warehouse or somewhere to store all this food <laughs> because people get years worth of supplies for pennies if they're smart with their couponing. But where do you store thirty four yeah. bulk rolls of paper towels? Now, paper towels, I could, that's about what I go through a week. <laughs> so I can see how paper towels would be worth it. But, you know, I had a friend, that, a couple of friends that really got into the couponing, had binders, uh, particularly my friend's wives. And uh, and when I worked, I worked in a grocery store for, geez, probably seven years of my life. And the last year wasn't actually like a bigger store in like a bigger city. Mm-hmm. And I saw people come in with these extreme coupons and, most of the time, I would see them buying stuff that they just really didn't need. Yeah. Like, uh, some of the stuff, you know, made sense. But when you're buying, like, that much toothpaste and stuff, like, I understand that's non-perishable, but they're getting, like, something that probably, I don't know, a family of 10 people couldn't use in a lifetime. Right. And it just didn't make a lot of sense to me. I think that's one of the points of coupons, though. I mean, uh even the ones you get at the store, 
tickets, buy five and get the sixth one free. You have to buy five first, though. Right. So, you know, and uh, one of the guys you guys, I'm sure you guys heard of Mark Cuban, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the Shark Tank guy, which I really need to check that show out. I've heard it's actually know, pretty good. I've watched a couple of things. It has it's its really moments. Neat. I usually just look at the highlights on YouTube, though. Yeah, that's the only time I've ever seen it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I saw something where Mark Cuban says he still buys, uh, he still buys his toothpaste and a shampoo and things like that on Amazon, and he buys them in bulk because he gets them so cheap. Even though he's a, he's like a mil- million billionaire. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's rich. I well, know. rich people still like to make deals; otherwise, they wouldn't be rich. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, you know, I know a, a certain someone. Uh, who is very very well off, and he still dr- he, his truck that he drives is probably fifteen years old, fifteen twenty years old, mm-hmm. and the the guy's a millionaire and uh, constantly on vacation, but he is a penny pincher. Yep, like weirdly so. So I hope I hope I have to find a good medium, you know, where I can enjoy things, but I'm not so worried about it where I can't you know enjoy myself. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, it is a real concern, though. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you have all this money, you're like, oh, now I could do this, 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 and this. You have this whole bucket list. You grow up thinking, oh, I want this nice car. I want this nice house. I want to go to this place. And all of a sudden, where's your money? Yeah. So, I mean, that's why people who have money are still pretty stringent and frugal because, you know, they got to make it last. Ooh, I, I, Especially I, if they have the long term. Yeah, another good point. Uh, a real good friend of mine's, uh, uh, like it's. I don't think it's his. I think it's his wife's grandparents. They are super frugal people, and mm-hmm. I know. Um, I've heard her say that they're the type of people they wear socks till they have holes on <laughs> holes on holes, and uh, even though they never really were super well off, they've just been super good at taking care of what they have. And, uh, I mean, I'm pretty positive that uh, my friends, whenever him and her found a house, that they were able to buy the house outright. Wow. Just, like, say, okay, yeah, here's a couple of hundred thousand. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, basically work it out where, I mean, my, my friends are still paying for it, but, you know. It's one of those things like they were just at even though they're they're I'm I'm assuming they're in their seventies now, but able to buy a house outright. Just yeah. Write a check for it. Here you go. That's one of the most amazing feats I'd say. Yeah. Uh you know, usually it takes people years and years to pay off their mortgages. If you could just buy a house and be like, Yeah, would you like to finance that? Would you like to take out a loan? Would you like to go to the bank? I have a connection. No, no. I have yeah. I have, I have the money here. I'll just write the check. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and I've I've seen what they drive. I think they were in a uh, like a nineteen ninety five Ford Ranger when they when they pulled up. Yeah, same and idea. I said, what? You just you just bought a house. Like you, wouldn't, you wouldn't expect paid, it. Paid 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 cash for a house. <laughs> I don't know. That's such an unheard of thing to me. I hope to get somewhere. I mean, not that I would ever think I would be able to do that, but just to have that mindset to be able to just pay for stuff outright and to like today a time like today, where. So easy, just access credit. So, I don't know. I'm uh, back to the saving money thing. I uh, I've I've sold some few things, mainly like musical instruments and stuff. Okay, you know, with my job and things, I find on clearance that I could turn around. But 
I don't know the reason the stuff I really I really looked into the uh uh the I really looked into the like thrift shopping and then turning it around for profit. Mm-hmm. And I just uh the time it takes and the, the it turnaround is. it's it's you got to th- I don't know. No, it's ridiculous. I w- I would never recommend it for an actual thing. It just if you are cuz I, I go anyway, look at old books to buy, try yeah. to find one that's interesting to Dude, me. I've it's an incidental way to make money. It's not cuz right. there's, there's people that go there with book scanners and they're scanning every book on the shelf. There's people that go there cataloging everything in that store on their on their smartphone like, "Oh, I can make a 50% profit if I buy this book." Yeah. Sell it. I can make a $4 profit if I buy this and sell it on Craigslist. Right, right. You got to hold that for weeks and months. It's just silly at that point just to make a couple bucks. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I uh I I'm an obsessive obsessive pawn shopper. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I when I was growing up, my brother we used to go to he used to take me to pawn shops all the time and you know there were no guitar centers around back then. So there were so many music like instruments and stuff in stores as places we went that I used to love to just go check out all the stuff. And nowadays with the way music stores are and I don't know if it's uh just where we lived at the time, but nowadays it's you have a lot more a lot more stores and like legit places and selling online and things like that. There's just not as many instruments and things that I've seen in these pawn shops and most of the stuff in there is just garbage. Yeah, so, I'd say that's pretty accurate. Yeah, so I don't know. Going in there, I see some some cool things. Like uh, I, I think I bought a couple guns out of a pawn shop. Mm-hmm. I've bought a guitar here and there if I find like the right deal. Matter of fact, this interface that we're recording through right now came from a pawn shop. So got the price tag on it. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, and my uh, my iMac in there, the 27-inch iMac, mm-hmm. I became close friends with some pawn shop guys, and they uh, they called me when it came in. <laughs> they knew I was looking for an iMac. That's awesome. And uh, I remember I was in Texas, and they said, yep, the, the 30 days of hit or whatever it is that they you know didn't come back for it, mm-hmm. the people that pawned it. And I said, sweet, put it on hold, and I picked <laughs> it up the next week. <laughs> so uh, we don't really have a lot of pawn shops that I know of, but... Uh, most nicer places these days don't. Like, we were over in the part of uh, around Suwanee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiffany, for my birthday last year, she said, what do you want to do? I said, oh, I want to go around and just look at spawn shops. And then uh, we found none. I had to drive all the way over here. Yeah, I don't know if there's like a stigma or something, but I don't know. I've, I'm have just not used to seeing them. Yeah. Until I came down here, really. I mean, there's a couple near my undergrad. <laughs> but nah, anywhere you wanted to go to sell anything, it was... I don't even know where you'd go. Yeah, I found out when people have uh when people are like smart or well off or handle their money well, they don't usually get in bu- buying something I mean, that's true. to that's go find something. So generally I've found out through just experience nicer places don't really have pawn shops right. like maybe it's a better place if you're in a nicer place to go to like thrift stores cuz people donate things. Mm-hmm. That's probably where you're going to find cooler stuff, but uh, I don't know. My family have always kind of been borderline hoarders, so I try to stay away from just stuff <laughs> unless I'm just going to use something. That's the problem. Zach and I just moved into a new house about, what has it been, two, three months, three, four months? It's been about at least four months. Oh, my gosh. In any case, wow. I've just been accumulating stuff. It's bad. I don't know how I'm going to bring it all home. It sure as heck doesn't fit my car as of this moment. So Yeah, you know, Tiff, mine and Tiff's plan is to not take anything back with us. 
And since we've been here, we've got the washer and dryer, mm-hmm. this awesome kitchen table, yep. <laughs> stuff that we're not leaving without. This is good stuff. Right. Our purple chairs. Tiffany didn't want to leave those now. Oh, my gosh. But now I'm like, no, those purple chairs are staying. They're not They're not <laughs> going with us. I don't know. There's memories on those already. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, that's another good way to save money. We bought that washer and dryer, and the people that sold us this washer and dryer gave us these stuff over stuff couches. Mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, you can have those. We were thinking about selling them, but no, you can just take them. You know, as you say that, that is another way I save money. Just anything I look for buying, I'm, first of all, you say, do I really need that right now? Sure. If you absolutely do, then yeah, all right, buy it. But if not, like, uh, we moved in, I was looking for a desk for my room, and it was a couple weeks before I found one, and it was on Craigslist, and, you know, I, I got it for probably 100 bucks less than it would have cost if I just bought it you know, where where it came from. Sure. Same thing with my dresser. Really nice dresser in my room. It was free. Somebody just didn't want it. Well. So I could have paid, you know, 100 bucks or so for a dresser and just waited around a couple of weeks. And then me and Zach went out in the pouring rain and picked up this 3,000-pound dresser, <laughs> 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 brought it back in the car. Yeah. But uh, you just got to wait for a good deal if you can. Yeah, I'm the same way I am. We uh, we we kind of messed up when we initially moved here. I don't know if uh, Tiff told you guys about the couch that we bought. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, the most the most photogenic piece of furniture <laughs> I've ever seen. It looked good when she relisted it. Oh yeah, it did. And then we ended up that we showed up to the lady's house and like some kid answers the door and says, "Hey, uh, I've never heard of that person." We're like, "What?" Now the kid said he heard of him, but they weren't there, and he tried to call them, and then it was weird. We ended That's up strange. We tried to drop them off at a Goodwill, and they didn't. They wouldn't take them. So then we had to, I said, so do you have a good suggestion so I don't have to go drop these in the woods somewhere? And uh, the guy was like, uh, yeah, there's a thrift store. They usually take anything. It's right up the street. I said, oh, great. So I pulled up there, and this this girl like walked out. She said, hey, how can I help you? And I said, uh, yeah, can I donate to you? She said, oh, yeah, bring them in. I, I dropped those couches in there so quick <laughs> and then ran. They were like almost lawn furniture. They, uh, they were like a weird... That texture? Texture, yeah. yeah they, mean. It wasn't comfortable to mm. sit in. It was stained up so bad. Gosh. It was white, white and gray, striped. I remember the pictures. It looked nice, too. It looked so nice in the pictures. I don't know how. I don't know. But that's that's one way we're like, I think we paid 60 bucks for that for that set for a couch and a chair. For that mistake. Yeah. And <laughs> not. it's okay that we found a deal and all that. But it was not okay. We spent a day and gas, right? Time mm-hmm. on this thing when we should have just—I would have gladly financed or spent the money to not just have to spend that full day. And that might be silly, but I really had to start breaking. That's another thing. Even it don't. That's one thing I've been doing to save money is just not. I don't know really assess what time something takes to find a good deal on something. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, if it's 5 or $10 more, even $20 more, and you don't have to spend the your your off day or gas to go get it, that's a big game changer. And what me and Tiff have been doing, not so much buying used, it's just finding stuff online. Our dressers, we have two dressers that we just bought. I think we paid 50 bucks for them, mm-hmm. free delivery per dresser. And they're they're super nice. I don't know if you've ever seen them. I don't think we have clothes in them yet, but <laughs> Tiffany, it's the best kind of dresser. <laughs> and that that brings me to I was I was meaning for us to talk about some of the most unmanly things we've done. 
And uh, probably one of mine is have uh, Tiffany build that dresser in there. She oh. she built the dresser when I was at work. Got to be able to build things yourself, man. Dude, I, I'm and I'm I'm hardcore about I know. building and stuff. And you have an awesome right. desk you built the other day. Oh, dude, that thing is awesome. And that's I found that glass in a in a uh, dumpster. Man, good piece of glass is hard to come by. I know I can find something to do with it. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I. Uh, do you guys have any super unmanly stories? Unmanliest thing that comes to mind, it's got to be every time there's just a bug in my room. <laughs> a <laughs> cockroach, it comes back out. to this again. Crawling across my ceiling? Nope, I, I hate it. I go and get the broom and I try to hit it. Flies at my face. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why I can't get over it, but <laughs> I always feel like a wuss every time a stupid big bug crawls in my room. It's terrible. Mess with them all the time, just saying that there's one in the kitchen. He's yeah, like, he'll come in and be like, like, yeah, I just saw one in the kitchen. Like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> I'd say probably the most unmanly thing I've ever done is uh, getting a tan in bed. I just felt wrong. Oh, my gosh. What led you to that decision? I don't know. I was uh, about to go to the beach and had the world's worst farmer's tan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I thought, I said, you know what? I'm about to be around you know, all these girls and stuff. And I said, uh, and I ended up like my front and back being tan, but my sides are kind of <laughs> white. I don't know. I've never used tan in bed before or since. No, I don't blame you. I don't even know how they work. But I do kind of want those little eyeball protector things. Yeah. Because those would be pretty good at the beach for real tanning <laughs> without getting a sunglass tan. Yeah, and like for real, every other time I've been tan in my life, I've just uh, went out and worked in the yard or washed my vehicle with like my shirt off. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's pretty easy to get tan like that. Yeah, or it works. Extremely burnt. Well. You know, a burn just is a, a long-term tan. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's just tan that hurts for a little while. Yeah, until it sets in. Three days later, you got a nice tan going. So, Zach, I know you. I know you've done something super girly in your life. Super girly? I mean, unmanly. Been, we could call it unmanly. Oh, like the unmanly thing. <laughs> like, like you said, I've been in the tan bed once. Hey, yo. Same oh. thing. Same situation. I was going to the beach with a bunch of girls, and I had a farmer's tan. Like I'm not embarrassing myself in front of all these girls because they're all pretty good looking. <laughs> <laughs> so I get in the tanning bed and then I get out. I'm like, I don't see a difference. And uh, next day comes, I'm just red <laughs> everywhere. And this is the day I'm leaving to go with these girls. And they're like, did you, did you lay down at the pool or something? I was like, <laughs> at the lie. I was like, no. yeah, I've been at the pool all, <laughs> all day yesterday. So outside doing some squats, my shirt off. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> yeah. Brought my gym outside, just doing some bicep curls and everything. No. Ryan, you got to join the club, man. You got to get in the tan bed. <laughs> I really don't think I have to. I really don't think I do. It's no, not a good choice. I think you should. <laughs> just to say it, no. You know, on that subject, though, I do think pedicures and manicures are not manly. Oh, okay. Well, would you like uh, to say something about that? Yeah, I have a couple things to say about that. Yeah, uh, I'd like to hear it. After uh, my first, I don't know, six months of working in steel toe boots, uh, in a shipyard, mm-hmm. I had some ridiculously bad calluses on my feet, and I I asked Tiffany, my wife, I said, "What the heck am I gonna do about my feet?" I said, "Are you gonna like help me like, cause I've got like crazy like buildup on the sides of my feet?" She was like, "No, let's just go get a pedicure," and I was in such pain every day. I said, uh, "All right, let's do it." And then I remember I got there and I, it was like hard, but yeah, kind of felt nice. These uh, 
they take like I mean these these girls they bow up on you with like the scrapers and get like the dead skin off your feet and dude it helped me like I suggest it to any guy that works in steel toe boots all day uh, as someone who doesn't like feet that just sounds like a terrible job oh I know but on a different note um <laughs> last time Tiffany she made me go with her to get her eyebrows threaded Please don't tell me you did that. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> God, no. But I, I asked the woman. I, I was just trying to act interested. I said, oh, does that hurt? She's like, oh, let me try. And I'm like, no, no, no. You're not threading me. And she goes, no, no, let me try on your hand. And apparently I have hair on my knuckles. Never noticed. And she said, yeah, let me do your knuckles. And she started doing it. And I said, huh. I said, that's not too bad. And she goes, no, no, no. Let me let me do them all. So she like, maybe she even threaded one and then like waxed. Anyway, she did my knuckles. And... I could not stop laughing, and I kept saying, I feel like a beautiful princess. <laughs> and all these girls are like, all these uh, women at this salon place were like laughing so hard. And, and uh, consequently, that was the weekend I went to go meet some of Tiff's family from around St. Louis. I'm and sure they're uh, all impressed by I got no shame. <laughs> so I'm like, guys, feel my knuckles. I was like making her uncle that I just met who has a woodworking shop and is an engineer for GM. I was like, yeah, feel my knuckles, man. Like first time I met him, he's like rubbing my hands. Okay. But that's uh pretty nice. That's pretty smooth. Before you even said anything, they're like, "Man, those are the most beautiful knuckles I've my, ever seen in my life." I just want to say, it's nice to meet you, but your knuckles, <laughs> my god, what a way to make a first impression. I really want to go back now. Now that you're saying it, I'm I'm letting myself go. Yeah, those knuckles are looking pretty bad. Yeah, dude. Worse for the wear. Yeah, Teen Wolf over here on my knuckles. Now I'm all self conscious about. Yeah, my I want to create here. a visual. We're all looking at our knuckles now. <laughs> Jeez. But uh, I gotta do something about this. <laughs> Something's gotta be done. You look like a hobo. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're you're a pretty hairy guy, man. Yeah, I know. Even even like you have some hairy arms. Like I don't know. It's not ha- more hairy. You're just a darker hair. It's darker, so yeah, it looks. In the sun, it lightens up though. It becomes sort of like a blonde. We gotta get you in the sun. It's about to get cold. I know. Yeah, get you get you cooked a little bit. Get well, you in we the tanning bed. We have a week. No. No. <laughs> Get you in that tan in bed. <laughs> Call for 15 appointments for you. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'm trying to think if there's any more good stories I have about saving money, but you're, you're totally true about what you were saying with that there's no good way to save money. Just start. Um, you just got to look at what you're spending. Start making more money. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I wish it was that easy, but. A lot of the times people say, I don't have any money, don't have any money, and then they just go out and still buy silly things or they'll be complaining about not having, especially students. What I hear about with students for the last five years has just been, oh, I don't have any money. Oh, I can't go to this because I don't have any money. Then they go to a bar that weekend and drop 20 bucks on alcohol. Oh, they absolutely. Easily oh. been purchased cheaper if they needed to buy alcohol for only 20 bucks. fraction of that. <laughs> Sounds like uh, Wednesday night. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> But still, it's it's just the idea of it. Like, if you're gonna complain about money, you have to at least be aware of what you're spending. Oh yeah, I have a I have a good way to make money because Tiff and I are horrible about eating at home. Mm-hmm. And I know that's like the ultimate way to save money. Absolutely. But when you really look at it, though, like really look at it, um, me, I have no shame when it comes to eating. I can eat PB and J's and bologna sandwiches every night. I'm fine with that. Eat ramen noodles, mm-hmm. which. I never had ramen growing up. I didn't eat that till I was in my 20s. Yeah, I didn't eat ramen until, well, I guess we had it, but 
I didn't really eat it until college. Yeah, I had no idea. Like, even in college, I said, man, I've never had this before. Like, what is this everybody's talking about? But uh, it's but actually good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I get in <laughs> moods. I get in moods where I'm like, man, I could, I could handle some of that. Yeah, I just need a week's worth of salt right now. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of the uh, one of the ways that I've saved money, because it's the inevitable, we, Tiff and I, between school and work and me and my, my two jobs and my many hobbies that I do, always so busy. Uh and just we both hate doing dishes, so we have to find some kind of, uh, even though we are going out, and one thing we do is, you know, drinking water mm-hmm. at restaurants, because... Two bucks fifty right there. Yeah, just five dollars, that's our tip, right. when me and Tiffany go out to eat. And here's another thing, you know, it's not always practical in like a nice, nicer sit-down restaurant, but when you go to somewhere like, say, Firehouse, or one of these places where you're just getting your food and stuff... Me and Tiffany, and this might not be the most sanitary thing, we share a drink. Like, mm-hmm. if we want tea, we'll just get one tea and just share it. Yeah, that's fair. And because mm-hmm. it's so, that's my wife. Right. And, you know, even when we were dating, and I say that for anybody who's dating someone, you're going to kiss them anyway. Share stuff. Like, split a meal, split a drink. Especially if there's... Because yeah. all you have to do is stand up and walk five to ten feet and get refills. Right. You have an endless <laughs> supply. Here's your bucket. Here's your well. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, all right, babe, grab a seat close to the close to the tea, <laughs> the tea distributor, and uh, that's one thing I do to save money because uh, I remember some some really slim financial times and where I had to do stuff like that just with uh, you know, girlfriends in the past, you know, because when you're in a relationship, you got to to pay for stuff. Yeah, and guys got to pay. Yeah, man. My that's goodness. when you go into your uh into your desk and just start looking for all the gift cards you say. Like, where do you want to go, babe? Um, <laughs> well, you know, I was really thinking, oh, how's Ruby Tuesday sound? Yeah, I don't Yeah, Ruby Tuesday sounds great. <laughs> got $25 on this gift card. Yeah. Gonna, I have a $25 card I got two years ago for my birthday. We're using that. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I, I'm so thankful between my, our parents, whenever we're home, we never pay for a meal. Mm. I either we're, either they cook or we go out to eat, but we I've never even put, put my hands in my pockets, man. And, one day we're gonna repay that. Uh, we're gonna yeah, have all have all the parties at our house and <laughs> feed everyone. That's the point. That's that's part of you know growing up. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super super thankful for that. But yeah, man. Uh, let's see. Did I have any any other? I feel like I probably had more ways to save money. I remember in college, uh, there was a Sonic by our campus, and uh, you know they have the the Route 44, the really big drinks. Mm-hmm. I remember I would drive like an hour. There was a time there where I was going to school five days a week, and I had to drive an hour to and from. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and uh, I had a uh, let's see, I had a Mustang with a five liter V eight in it. Oh yeah, real <laughs> fuel efficient. I got about twelve <laughs> miles to the gallon, and even after that, I uh, I got an SUV, but it was way better on gas than that Mustang. But it still wasn't like a Honda Civic. What good on gas? Right. So uh, I remember going and uh, getting these these Route 44 drinks, and then on the coupon it would say, fill out the survey for a free Route 44 drink. And I would do that every day and get a free drink the next day. I did that for months, yeah, for at least for an entire semester. I'm the worst about that. Like, if I go somewhere, they're like, yeah, just fill out the survey, and we'll give you, like, a free burger on your next visit or a free fry. You just make a <laughs> drive around the building once, do the survey, and pull back up? I would do the survey, go back. I had... 
I've gone to Checkers and I haven't paid for a burger in the last like ten visits. It's true. Yeah, we <laughs> My go. God. He has all these receipts in his car. Yeah, I spent two dollars, uh, and that's just for like a fry. And then free food for, oh man, the yeah. next ten times you go. Or oh like, man, you just uh do like donate like a dollar or something, and they'll give you like free taco the next visit or something at. Yeah, that's true. Chick Chick Fil A does that too. It was uh, one of our students in our class had a uh, her daughter at a fundraiser, and you could spend ten dollars and you get a year's worth of coupons to Chick Fil A that cost maybe like forty fifty bucks and all. But you know, you put ten dollars down, you're going to go to Chick Fil A anyway. Now you have yeah, no, forty I fifty dollars worth of free food. <laughs> I paid for yours. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You came to the school to give us the money. <laughs> yeah, I had to get in my car, use ten dollars in gas to bring you guys ten dollars. No, I really went to. Yes, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I have no shame when it comes to coupons. So I love those. Uh, did you guys ever have those little books of coupons where you open it up and it's like two coupons per page? Mm-hmm. I I know for like, like fundraisers. Yeah. Oh, for fundraisers. Yeah. yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah, it would just be like several restaurants. Right. Right. Man, I use so many of those. <laughs> I love those books. Like these little Girl Scouts. I was like, give me two of them. <laughs> They're trying to push in there, and I'm like making them give them to me, and they're trying to push the sell on other people. I'm like, don't stop pitching to me, just give it to me. I love them. I know my high school, like for the football games, they would put like coupons in the man. I mean, like program, and uh, my mom would just get like ten or fifteen other programs from just all of our friends. Yep. <laughs> just we would have free food for like you know three weeks. Savings, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's uh, coupons are great. Also, don't get things stolen from you. Lock your vehicles. As oh, a my gosh. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Also, a pawn shop uh, MacBook Pro. That was uh, that was a, <laughs> that was from a uh, pawn shop. Yeah, got to grab it here. I'm going to start checking into that. Uh, so, yeah. What, pawn shops? Yeah. Cool. We should go. We should have a man outing. Where I'm we down. go eat a steak and go to some pawn shops. All right. Oh, I'm definitely down for the steak <laughs> and the pawn shops. It's some of the like funnest like shopping you'll do, but also the most depressing because I've seen people go in there like, come on, give me some money for this. They're like, I can't. It's it looks stolen. It's garbage. <laughs> They're like, no, I need the money from my drugs. Well, a couple of years ago actually, uh I guess this was two or three years ago, I came home and I just ran into the store just I, just to buy something real quick. And I came back to my car, and something sparkled on the ground before I got in. It was pouring outside. I bent down to pick it up, and it was this gold bracelet, like 16-karat gold, nice heavy bracelet. And I was like, oh, my God, this is this is serious. And it had uh, initials carved into it. So I'm like, well, this is uh, obviously a very important thing to somebody. So I brought it to the police station. And they said, yeah, if nobody comes and claims it in a year, or maybe it was six months even, it's yeah. yours. I was like, Okay, <laughs> so six months later they call me and they're like, "Yeah, Ryan, nobody ever picked up the bracelet. You're uh, you're allowed to have it now." So I'm like, "Okay," picked it up, brought it down to uh, the local jeweler, and I said, "Well, you just buy the gold, the gold value of it, and it was about four hundred bucks." Whoa! Yeah. Wow. Uh, trying to think if I've ever maybe found money. I think I found like forty bucks laying on the ground once, mm-hmm. and I was at a. I was in the shipyard. Yeah, that's what it was. I was in the shipyard where there's 4,000 people pass over this one spot. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm walking out to like this area <laughs> where we kept spare HVAC, HVAC parts, like yep. ductwork. And I look on the ground, and like in the mud, there's two twenties laying there. And I look around, I'm like, these bunch of guys, no one would be honest <laughs> with me. Oh no, not at all. So many people pass over this area. There's just no way. Yeah. So I just grabbed it. Didn't feel bad about it at all. <laughs> no, uh, when I was recently at the beach, there was, we were walking over uh, to go to the Wawa to buy some food at night. And there's just a gift card laying on the ground. One of those Visa, use it anywhere gift cards. So I said, all right, this is probably dead. Otherwise, it wouldn't be on the ground. But I picked it up. We, we went to Wawa, uh, got some mac and cheese. And I just swiped the gift card. Figured if it's a dud, it's a dud. But if it has some money on it, I just got some free mac and cheese. And it went. And you got that free mac and cheese. And I got that free mac and cheese for the next and six nights. <laughs> Whoa. Because it had 160 been, bucks on it. You know, paying your rent and getting <laughs> gas with it ever since. Exactly. <laughs> it's a magic Visa gift card. Yeah, it was one of those preloaded ones. And uh, That's yeah, awesome. it basically funded my drive back down to Georgia after the after the week worth of mac and cheese. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, you know, my probably my most successful find in the parking lot is at the same shipyard. Mm-hmm. I'm walking to my vehicle, and I look down, and I found a iPhone cable, hot pink. Still have it. It's in there on my desk. Very nice. Found a hot pink iPhone Very cable. Nice. <laughs> but get this, iPhone, the the wide one. Oh. So I have a, a couple old iPods here. and All right, so it's relevant. Yeah, I have a couple things that I use it for, and uh, I still have my old iPhone 4, my dad using it. Perfect. So I was like, you know. I could really get some use out of this thing. Hey, you just saved 20 bucks right there. Yeah, or $5 at the dollar store. Well, <laughs> we're me. talking about straight from Apple. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they make hot pink cords, so <laughs> this was probably a Amazon special. Um, yeah, I mean, I've never really found money except, like, you know, five bucks, which is not that big of a deal, but it kind of is when you're young. Absolutely. But uh, my friend, so we were walking into Buffalo Wild Wings one day. He just he saw like something shiny. So he reached down, picked up, it was just a money clip and it had like two hundred, three hundred bucks. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah, so he just I was like, Yeah, you're definitely gonna buy my dinner with this <laughs> and he said he would and then I ended up paying for my dinner. So cool story. What kind of friend is that? <laughs> I know. T- terrible friend. Man. Just got three hundred bucks for free and then wouldn't even buy me dinner. Yeah. Um yeah, that's that's uh, I've never found money like that. Still had money, but uh, I don't know. Just trying to think if there was anything else. Anyway, well, it's getting pretty long. It's uh, it's wow, it is one a.m. Is it one a? Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's one a.m. here. So, uh, I have work in the morning. So we're about to wrap this up. Uh, this has been the the third. Lifing uh, it up podcast. Lifing it up, the name now. Lifing it up. It's official. We have a Facebook page. Yeah. Which uh, you've been invited to. Yeah. And also download SoundCloud because right now that's where it's at. And apparently you can't listen to it unless you have the SoundCloud app, which is just a couple clicks away, people. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're listening to this now, you already have the app. So don't know why I'm saying it. Or you're in your browser where it's free. Ah. So yeah, ask, tell your friends if. Uh, uh, if they want to hear it, just to download the SoundCloud app. <laughs> but uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been the the Manly Lifing It Up podcast, and uh, yeah, have a great night. Uh, spay and neuter your pets. And uh, yeah, we're out. <laughs>